What is up guys, it is Quinn here. And in today's video, I'm gonna be talking about some of the top trade targets heading into week three of the NFL season. Like I talked about last week, I truly believe that the best time to buy, you know, the best time to truly dominate trades is early on in the fantasy season. Everyone loves to overreact. If a player has a rough start, they'll immediately downgrade that player in their mind. When in reality, it's a 17 game season, you know, some rough stretches are gonna happen. Certain games, you know, there's weird things where maybe a guy doesn't get into the end zone. He loses points here or there. It's just too early to make these massive moves where you're giving up a guy who you really believed in, what, like 14 days ago? And I think the best kind of trade targets to look for are guys that have really solid usage and volume. Maybe they just haven't gotten into the end zone. Maybe the efficiency hasn't been there yet. But what's you know probably most predictable moving forward is the volume. It's not that this player scored three touchdowns through three weeks. So we're gonna be looking for volume players who I think can hit on those touchdowns and efficiency later on throughout the season. Before I jump into the players, if you guys do have any fantasy questions, it doesn't have to be trade related. It could be waiver wire. Uh, I guess start sit, but it'd be pretty early on if we're talking about week three. Just drop those down below and I'll be responding to every single person. And then if you guys do enjoy the video, please do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. It really does help me out a ton. But jumping into the first buy low player, this may be the only opportunity the entire season that you can buy this guy low. And that is gonna be Christian McCaffrey. So through two weeks of the NFL season, he's been okay. Definitely underwhelming if you're drafting him, you know, top five for fantasy. Week one, he had 15.7 PPR points on 10 carries, 33 yards, a touchdown, then five targets, four receptions, 24 yards. Then week two, 16.8 points, 15 carries, 102 yards, five targets, four receptions, 26 yards. Actually had a much better game in week two, but just didn't get into the end zone. So, you know, the production week one and week two looking very, very similar. For me, I'm not panicking on Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, it's not ideal that he hasn't dominated. I was expecting elite production from day one, but he has still dominated the opportunities in this offense. It's not like his workload is being eaten into. You know, uh, Deonta Foreman is the number two in that backfield. He had two carries week one, two carries week two. That's compared to, what, 25 carries over two weeks for Christian McCaffrey. So we don't have a, you know, a threat where this is turning into a committee. Christian McCaffrey is still very much the clear-cut number one. I truly believe that better games are ahead. I'm still viewing Christian McCaffrey as one of the most valuable players in fantasy. Honestly, at this point, like if we were redrafting, or I guess just like drafting right now, I feel like that number one spot could go to anyone. You could be looking CMC, Jonathan Taylor, throwing in the wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup. That number one spot is up for grabs. So I don't want to firmly say, you know, like he'd be my number one pick, but he is still like a mid to early first round pick, in my opinion. We have to remember two games of okay production. I'd rather take the sample size of the past, what basically his entire NFL career, where when he's been the workhorse, he's going to give you 20 plus points per game. He's going to have better touchdown games. He's also going to have games where he's getting 10 targets. The five targets in back-to-back games, I just can't see that lasting, especially when you're looking at the Panthers offense. Overall, it hasn't looked great. You got to get the ball in your best player's hands. So I think Christian McCaffrey is going to boom later on in the season. I mean, he could go out week three, put up 30 points, and you're never going to see his value this low ever again. So I try to, you know, just throw out offers for CMC. Obviously, you know, I can't give like specific players, but maybe you have a fringe RB1, 
throw that RB1 in there with like a wide receiver three, see if the owner's panicking, just kind of ask around there for Christian McCaffrey. Now the next buy low player is going to be another running back, another workhorse, and it is going to be Leonard Fournette. Fournette through two weeks has had a massive workload, and I mean a massive workload, and it just has not yet translated to top production. So through two games, he is averaging 22.5 carries per game and three targets per game. In those two weeks, he has only scored 15.7 and 9.4 points. Straight up, that has just come down to not scoring touchdowns. The Bucks offense hasn't looked pretty through uh, two weeks, but this is not something that I'm panicking. The Bucks offense is going to get better. The wide receivers are going to get healthier. They're going to be able to move the ball. You also have Donovan Smith, who's somewhat close to returning. I don't think this is like a situation where the Bucks offense is self-destructing and they're going to be a low touchdown offense, low efficiency. They will bounce back. I'm confident in that. So if you have Leonard Fournette getting that workload on this Bucks offense, 20 you know plus carries a game, three targets, I bet that number could go up also. He's going to have some massive games in the future. So like I talked about at the beginning, like Leonard Fournette is the pinpoint example of who you want to be targeting. A guy with a fantastic workload, but hasn't gotten those touchdowns. I expect the workload to stick more than I expect, you know, him not getting into the end zone. So I love Leonard Fournette as a trade target. And whether or not you want to trade for Leonard Fournette, please, 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 if uh, Rashad White is on your waiver wire, please pick him up. If you're a Lenny owner, pick him up. If you don't own Lenny, still pick him up. Rashad White has, you know, top 15 running back potential if Fournette goes down. One of the most valuable handcuffs in fantasy football. So not related to Fournette, but go get Rashad White if he's out there. I'll talk about him in the waiver wire video. And then also, I'm not going to put up a graphic for him, but I also think you can buy low on Tom Brady. I'm expecting bounce back games. You know, we had Chris Godwin leaving in week one. Evans was banged up week one. Julio's out here week two. Just a lot going on with this offense. Brady will get better. I'm not a huge guy who's going out and trading for quarterbacks. So that's not really why I put them. That's why I like, didn't really put them on the list here. But, you know, if someone's, you know, trying to have a bargain sale on Brady, I'm fine buying them. The next buy low option is going to be Deontay Johnson. I've been a huge Deontay Johnson fan, basically going back to last offseason. Very, very high on Deontay Johnson. And he's in that same role as Leonard Fournette, where he has had top production and top volume in a horrible offense. Now, when I say top production, I'm not talking about elite fantasy numbers. Week one, 12.5 points. Week two, 13.7 points. But we have to look at the volume and just what's going on in this overall offense. So week one, 12 targets. Week two, 10 targets. Double-digit targets, back-to-back games. This is what we've come to expect out of Deontay Johnson. And when I say top production, I'm not talking like, you know, 100 yards per game, whatever, but in comparison to the offense he is in. In two games, Mitch Trubisky has thrown for 362 yards and two touchdowns. Very, very poor start for this Steelers passing attack. It's tough for this unit to get worse. That's kind of where I'm going here with Deontay Johnson. I feel like right now, Deontay's at his floor. We know he's always going to be a volume option. We know he's going to be commanding a very high target share. The question just comes with the touchdowns are going to get better for this offense and the yardage has to get better. It's also possible that a quarterback shakeup could come in here. Mitch hasn't exactly been convincing, you know, for being the starter long term. I think if Pickett comes in, it could give this offense a boost. But even if he doesn't, Deontay Johnson can consistently, you know, put up these numbers. And if he gets six, seven touchdowns on the season, he's going to be someone you can buy. He also is like this, you know, 
I guess, mid-tier wide receiver two who hasn't had any boom games yet. I bet if you go to the Deontay Johnson owner in your league and they're just not like a massive Deontay Johnson fan, you can probably trade him as if he's being valued as a fringe top 24 wide receiver. I think he's locked in at that spot. So Deontay Johnson is definitely someone I'd be looking to acquire for fantasy. And then the fourth and final buy low option is going to be Chris Olave. Now, when you look at his week two stat line, you may not really think he's a buy low, five receptions, 80 yards for a rookie, pretty nice game, 11 PPR points. He did have a weird like lost fumble situation. So the production really wasn't great. Like you probably don't love 11 points in your starting lineup, but in an alternate reality, like I'm not being sarcastic when I say this, Chris Olave could have had like a 200 yard, two touchdown day. He had 365 air yards. He was targeted 13 times against the Bucks. Jameis Winston missed him blatantly deep twice, like had separation, would have been, you know, massive gains, probably massive gains plus touchdowns. And then Olave also kind of stumbled, was reaching out, lost his balance on another deep play, which resulted in the fumble where he never got touched, but he like slammed himself into the ground. I'm sure, you know, most of you guys saw that. But basically what I'm getting at here is that Olave appears to be destined for a very strong finish, commanding 13 targets. And this wasn't like a situation where he was only commanding targets in garbage time. Like Jameis was missing him deep early on in the game. So Olave was a high volume option. This is competing for targets with Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry. If he's doing that and getting open, he's a guy I want to be invested in. We've seen some of these young wide receivers already ball out. Drake London, Garrett Wilson. I want to buy in on Chris Olave before he has one of those massive games. And then he's untradeable because the owner wants to hold on to, you know, their new young weapon. So those are like my four top trade targets right now. We've got Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Deontay Johnson, and Chris Olave. If you guys want to like ask around in the comment section, you know, this is my roster. What should I be giving up to get X player? That's totally cool. You guys can drop those down below. I'll also be going through my waiver wire. That video will already be out by the time you're watching this. And then I'll also be going through some of my sell high players. So basically just the inverse of this video. If you guys did stay all the way till the end, I really appreciate it. Once again, just hit that like button and subscribe. But thank you all for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.